Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, everybody ready to go. Back to Chris with more of The Other Side of the Glass with Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Final hour of the program here already. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time flies when you're having fun talking sports on a Saturday evening with you right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Caleb Johnson coming up at the top of the hour. We'll chat with him for a couple of minutes before I get on out of here at 9. All right. Let's reset the headlines real quick before we talk some Hawks with our boy Dom behind the glass. Because it's been a busy day. Army-Navy, first of all, classic game. If you haven't seen it, go check out the highlights on your favorite app. Army, 17. Navy, 11. Bit of a wonky final score because Navy was hard charging for the end zone to try to tie this game up. They literally, and I mean literally, came up about five inches short of the goal line on fourth down. Army took a knee, so Navy got a safety. And that's all she wrote. It was a classic game. Dukes and Bell were there sharing stories with you on Monday on Sports Radio 929 The Game. They have a ton of great pictures and videos out at Dukes and Bell 929 and at 929 The Game on Twitter. Starting right now, we got two big events going on. Heisman Trophy is going to be decided right as I'm getting out of here, I believe, because they'll obviously milk that thing. I don't even know. The show might even be two hours long. I, I don't even know at this point. And then the in-season tournament finale is getting ready to start right now. It's, a, it's a, I will say it's going to be a really good game. I, I don't, no matter how much stock you put into it or not, this game does not count for the regular season standings. This is a standalone game. All the previous games have counted towards the regular season. This one does not you get the red-hot star in the making, Tyrese Halliburton and the Indiana Pacers, who are a really good team this year, versus LeBron James at age 72 taking on the Indiana Pacers. As we talked about with Michael Duarte at the start of the show, he's still averaging like 26, 6, and 7. What the hell is going on, LeBron? I know he went to Germany and took that plasma stuff that Kobe Bryant did and all that and this, that, and the other thing, and he spends a million dollars a year taking care of his body. But, man, I, I don't know. This guy is just – we'll miss him when he's gone. That's all I'll say. All the haters out there, you'll miss him when he's gone. 
He's made the game of basketball special the last 20-plus years. And finally, but certainly not least, got to clear my throat before I present this to you because I still can't get it out in one take. (sighs) Ten years, $700 million. Let me say that again. Ten years, $700 million. Shohei Otani goes to... The L.A. Dodgers, the evil empire of the West. They now have Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, and Shohei Otani at the top of their lineup. Damn. I know they need some pitching help, but damn. If we're going to have another NLCS rematch, double A. I know uh, Aaron Bummer and Reynaldo Lopez are going to be nice additions, but let's, uh, you know. Maybe get another starter or two and uh, maybe get somebody to compete with Kelnick for left field that's not Vaughn Grissom, maybe. All right, anyway, that's a different discussion for a different day. We haven't mentioned the Hawks yet tonight, uh, kind of on purpose, but kind of not. But now we're going to talk about them and how they get back on track with five true or false questions. It's time for five true or false questions on the other side of the glass. Which teams in the ATL will thrive? Which teams will make you scratch your head? On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All righty. First things first. Happy to be here with you, Chris. How are you feeling today? Yeah, man, I'm good. <laughs> I'm revving hot tonight just because there's so much to talk about. And, you know, with Army-Navy being the dramatic finish that it was, it was a great game. They did mm-hmm. a great post-game recap, tons of interviews and everything like that. But uh, cut into my time yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I'm trying to cram <laughs> everything in. Right. And we got uh, less than an hour to do so. All right, so I'll try and get through these pretty quickly. Five Hawks true or false questions. My first question, the Hawks have now dropped, after starting off the season six and five, have now dropped three of their last, or I'm sorry, have dropped seven of their last ten. They are and three and you seven said six and five ten. like that was like. I mean, it was 500, yeah. which is better. So here's the thing. <laughs> That's the high water. So here's, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My question to you, because since then I was like, okay, maybe this Hawks team is, is, is solid. Their last My, two wins exactly. were against the Wizards <laughs> and the Spurs. My question to you, true or false, the Hawks are actually worse than they thought than we thought they would be. Oh, tr- right now? 100% true. And I get it. No Trey against the 76ers. I get it. They they fought pretty hard in that game the other night, uh, you know, and then eventually just what are you going to do? Joel Embiid goes for 38, and that's about all she wrote. And then, uh, you know, you're obviously missing Jalen Johnson, who is a key piece of this team, and I think will be out at least a couple more weeks. But at the end of the day, you can't make excuses. You have depth on this team. You have Sadiq Bey. You have A.J. Griffin, guys that are supposed to be improving and kind of taking steps backwards. Sadiq Bey's picked it up of late, but A.J. Griffin's nowhere to be found. He's disappointing because he, he started off last season red hot, and I really liked his stroke in his game. Needed to pick it up on defense, but – who doesn't on the Hawks? But right now, 9-11, and 11, you get Denver on Monday coming off of back-to-back losses. They're looking for a win. Dukes and Bell will be there for what it's worth. You can come hang out with your boys at uh, State Farm Arena. And then you get a back-to-back with the Raptors who eat your lunch year in and year out. So, Dom, could we be looking at like a five-game losing streak <laughs> for the Hawks right now? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. All right, next question here is actually about one of the younger guys um, that you mentioned. Jalen Johnson, prior to his injury, in my opinion, was the second-best player on this team. 
Um, yeah, he was. Mike, DJ's having. He's have stats wise, his numbers are fine. Yeah, but he's not having. You can just tell when he walks wise, the game. Yeah. He's not having the same impact. Yeah, exactly. Game. My question to you is true or false? When he returns, he will continue to be the second best player on this team. Oh, I hope true, but we don't know. I mean, he's gonna. How long? How long is it gonna take him to find his stroke? To get into the flow of the game? To find his rhythm on defense? To get used to? playing NBA minutes again, conditioning-wise. Basketball's tough when you come back from an injury because it's not like baseball where, you know, your timing can get thrown off, but you still know how to swing a bat. Like, you got to get yourself back in shape, a different kind of shape when you've been sitting out for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I hope he comes back strong. There may be a little bit of an adjustment period, but I think he'll be just fine. All right. My next question is for another young hawk who isn't having the type of success jalen johnson what is it and that is agent uh, aj griffin i like aj a lot i think he's extremely talented for whatever reason he cannot seem to find a role on this team true or false the hawks should go ahead and trade him if they're not going to use him well what are you gonna, what are you gonna get for him at this point i mean anything's I mean, better than just sitting him on the bench well, and not using okay him. so so then do you try to play him more and have him that try to I, play out of it? Ideally, that's what I that, would like, but I that doesn't to seem do. to no. be this team's course, whether it was Quinn Snyder or whoever was the coach. Well, just, right. It was even with Nate towards the end of the year yeah. last year. And here's the thing. You're kicking yourself in the arse in two different directions because you're lowering his trade value by not playing him. And also by not playing him, you're not allowing him to see if he's able to put something together. So he'll play you know, 10 minutes in a game one night, go 0 for 6 from the field, and then he won't play again for a week and a half. How are you supposed to see? And right now, they can use all the help they can get. So why not? Give him some minutes. I mean, have him try to find his stroke. If he gets hot, he's a lethal deep deep threat. I mean, and you can certainly use all the three-point shooting you can get. Right now, you got bogey and a bunch of guys. They're yeah. benches. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I don't know why AJ isn't getting minutes. It's beyond me. I think he absolutely should. Patty Mills and Wes Matthews are getting minutes. Yeah, it's and, like, and AJ isn't. It what are we doing? It makes no sense. All righty, next question here. So looking at their numbers, Anyeka Okongwu and Clint Capella are having similar seasons. Um, Anyeka averaging just slightly more points, slightly more rebounds. My question to you, though, with – I'm sorry, uh, Clint averaging more – my question to you, though, Onyeka signed that contract this offseason. At some point, do you think Onyeka gets inserted into the starting lineup? No, because I don't think you can bring a guy like Clint off the bench. I think you, like, neuter him by doing that because he needs to be down there feeling out the game. If you just – he's clunky enough as it is around the rim and trying to feel out the flow of a game sometimes. I think if you bring him off the bench and he's ice cold – that could be a disaster. Onyeka's skill set's a little bit more diverse, especially playing outside on the perimeter a little bit. And I think that versatility is better served off the bench. I don't think – I think the future is obviously a double O, but for as long as Clint's on the roster, I think he kind of needs to start in order to be the best version of himself. We got double O. We got a double – can we start calling bogey double B? Nah, no, I think Bogey sounds. Bogey is better. He already has yeah. a nickname. Yeah, true. So true. You know, we got to find someone. We got to get another person in Atlanta to have the the double letter. Nickname. Well, Kobe Bufkin, nobody's calling him Kobe. So <laughs> no. we're gonna, whenever no. whenever he's healthy, we're gonna have to find a new nickname yeah. for him. 
Alrighty, last question here. I kind of already know your answer. Um, true or false, the Hawks get off this three-game skid and find a way to beat the Denver Nuggets on Monday. Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe if Denver was, like, in cruise control, I would say so. But I'm pretty sure they lost their last two games. So they're looking for a win. And Nikola Jokic hasn't been playing well the past couple of games, but he's still averaging like 22, 11, and 8. So, and that's him on a couple of off nights back to back. And that would be the best performance on the Hawks on any given night. Um, Trey will have your points, but he's not getting close to a triple double like that. So, I think the Nuggets are going to come in here hungry a little bit. And, uh, I'm thinking more closer to a blowout than a Hawks. A blowout? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, the Hawks are trending in the wrong direction <laughs> right now, man. They they need to play like – they need to get some, like, Magic Hornets. Although the Magic are the number two seed. I shouldn't really say that anymore about the Magic because they're playing really well. Really good. <laughs> Paulo Bancaro's a stud, man. Um, who are the worst teams? The Wizards, you know, the – the, the Nets beat the, like everybody's beating the Hawks. Like it's it's hard to say what teams they can yeah. go on cruise control against at this point. Ugh. All right. Well, we had to talk about it. Big game on Monday. Dukes and Bell has you covered pillar to post. We will be at State Farm. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they can contain the big man, the best player in basketball right now, Nikola Jokic. When we get back. I gotta fit it in. If it's if if I'm on the air on a Saturday, I'm doing a producer six pack. It's just how things need to be. So we're gonna squeeze it in, even on a shorty show when we get back. Sports Radio 929 the game, Odyssey app. This show. Please say. This is not a joke. No. Back with more of the other side of the glass. All right, I get it. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Got a text on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Who do I think is going to win the Heisman tonight? That was from Rusty, and you could text in at 404-726-0929. Dom, by the way. You can't play this song for me on my show because you're going to distract me, bro. Because riding in my car, and I'm listening to the radio. And then, and then it's just Dukes. Now I just Dukes and Bell. I'm, ha- I'm getting traumatized by Dukes and Bell right now. My Take bad. that one out of the rotation. I got you. My bad. Right now. Um, so the Heisman Trophy uh, show, whatever you want to call it, award presentation is on right now. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., by the way, did something really cool. On the inside of his jacket, he has the name of all of his teammates that he played with, which is super awesome. Um, Who do I think is going to win, Rusty? Well, the best quarterback was Jaden Daniels. I mean, he he put up numbers that were just like, whoa. What do you count for? 50 total touchdowns? Something like that? I mean, he uh, he absolutely balled out. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in a Falcon season. I'm just – I'm not saying, but I'm just saying – uh, he is an absolute baller. Uh, Penix and Bo Nix, I think, kind of cancel each other out. And then uh, are they going to give it to a wide receiver? I don't think so. But, yeah, I think Jaden Daniels wins it tonight. And I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he won it kind of comfortably. Uh, again, if they announce it while I'm still on the air, I'll let you know. I don't think they will because ESPN loves themselves some commercial breaks, especially on shows like this where – 
It's something that takes 1.5 seconds to announce, and they build an hour of programming around it. I don't need to hear from Tim Tebow for the one millionth time. Thank you. What year did Andre Ware win it? Like 89? I mean, <laughs> geez, I don't need to hear from these people. It's just let me know who won the damn award. Yeah, they, they got to have every single Heisman winner before tell you how important it is to win a Heisman. <laughs> that's 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 what it's going to be for the next Yeah, here's Here's minutes. Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray talking about life <laughs> at Oklahoma right. and beyond. Yeah. Like, no, dude, I'm good. Thank you. <sighs> With that, let's get to a six-pack. Time for the producer six pack on the other side of the glass. Six questions. Six questions. Six chances to produce greatness. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All righty. So, Chris, as we have mentioned in a... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Alluded to the Falcons take on the Buccaneers in a very important game. Uh, tomorrow. However, the last time these teams matched up, something very weird happened. And that weird thing was Bijan Robinson touched the ball once. Yes. My question to you over under 25 total touches for Bijan Robinson in this game? Well, he's certainly been trending that way the last couple of weeks. And without Caleb McGarry and a banged up Drew Dahlman, I'm not sure they're planning to throw. Throw the ball that much because <laughs> um, they can't pass block as it is. So I think you might see yourself a healthy dose of Bijan, CP, and Tyler. Um, I said last week with the game being in the rain in New York, give them all 15 to 18 touches a game. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if something similar is the game plan tomorrow. But Man, just when you think Arthur Smith is going to zig, he zags. Yeah. <laughs> and Desmond Ritter is going to throw it 26 times tomorrow. Why? I don't know. But, I mean, if they get in a shootout, I don't like our odds. So, I'm going to say hopefully Bajan gets a – I'm going to say he gets 17 carries and four targets. Okay. So, you still got him going under 25 total touches. Under 25, but right around. There. More, more, more than he did last time. 25 is a lot. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is. All righty, next question. 
All right, so you alluded to it a little bit there when we were talking about the Heisman, talking about maybe tongue-in-cheek you wouldn't mind having Jaden Daniels here in Atlanta Falcons uniform next uh, year. Not tongue-in-cheek. Not tongue-in-cheek? No, no, I would like him to be in Atlanta Falcons <laughs> okay. uniform. We're going to go ahead and say it. Okay, cool. Uh, my question to you, if the Falcons do decide to go after a quarterback, do you think, not necessarily what you believe they should do, what do you think they will do, do you think they would look for a veteran or someone like a Justin Fields, a Kirk Cousins, a Matthew Stafford, that you could trade for or sign, or do they go in the draft? Hmm. I don't think they'd go Matthew Stafford. Although, let's see how he plays the next five games. I mean, if you bring him in on a like a one or two year deal and he's still throwing it around, I mean, if he can get the ball to Bijan and Drake London <laughs> and, and Kyle Pitts yeah. consistently, yeah, I would take Matthew Stafford. Uh Justin Fields is the really interesting one because it's going to cost a lot because of where he was drafted, but his value has been lowered a little bit this season because people were expecting him to have his, like, Lamar Jackson breakout mm-hmm. year this year, yeah. and it just hasn't happened. He's been hurt. Uh, Bears have been bad there again. <laughs> um, so that's that's a tough one. Because that's such a high-risk, high-reward move. Mm-hmm. You're either going to ignite your franchise and send them on a rocket ship, or you're going to sink them like yep. the Titanic. Like, yep. there's really no in-between. Um, and you're not going to be – and the draft is tough, too, because you're going to have to give up so much capital. Yeah. Because unless everything falls apart in the last five weeks, which it's not just because of how bad they're – they have the worst – they have the yeah. easiest schedule left yeah, in the NFL. Exactly. You have the – Panthers, you have the Saints, you have the Bucks, you have the Bears, and you have the Colts. I mean, it literally doesn't get any easier than that. Yeah. So yeah. they're not they're going to be drafting like probably between like sixteen and twenty one, yep. somewhere in that vicinity. So you're going to have to give up a first round pick, maybe next year's first round pick, and maybe a two to get into that race. The only saving grace I will say, Dom. Is that there's a lot of good quarterbacks. Yes, this is a very this is a so, good year to need a quarterback. Yeah, you don't need to draft number one or number two overall. You could probably get Jaden Daniels like number six. I've seen seven. mock drafts having him go as far as ten. I've I seen, think he goes before. I that, think he goes before but, ten, but I've seen mocks where he falls to ten. But the difference between trading up to number six and number one is a lot. Yes. So could <laughs> yes. I see them doing that potentially? Yeah, because I think. You know, if that's the if Ritter if they win in spite of Ritter these next five games, they're getting another quarterback. That's 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 a no brainer to me. Jaden Daniels. <laughs> Jaden Daniels is the one that that Chris is is campaigning. He's for. exactly like what the Falcons need because yeah. he's he's got a rocket arm. He's not big, which is probably the biggest knock on him. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like ability to yeah. absorb hits right. like even Justin Fields I think is a little like thicker than he yeah, is. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got um, he's solid, not necessarily just tall. But at the same time, he can also have that running dynamic that you need that is just basically the best teams in the NFL have that with their quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes can do it. Josh Allen can do it. Even Aaron Rodgers can do it to a certain extent when he's healthy. The not best quarterbacks in the NFL are the ones that could do do it with their feet and do it with their arm, and he looked damn good doing it this yes, season. Yes, he does. All righty, we got a couple more questions to get to. So my question to you, and this was kind of the one that I really wanted to pick your brain on, and you touched on it a little bit earlier. This is why I like this is why I like working with you, Chris. You and I think similar sometimes. Sympathico. Yes. Uh, my question to you, 
does the Dodgers signing Otani put more pressure on Alex Anthopoulos to make a move for this team? Yes, it sure does. I mean, I think it puts more pressure. How about this? It puts more pressure on him to make moves because right now, oh, man, I'm not, you're – you're the you're the Atlanta Braves pitching staff. It's the NLCS. You're, you know, tied 1-1 going into game 3. Who's your starter? Who's your starter? Spencer Strider, Max Freed. I guess you're going to roll out 41-year-old Charlie Morton, AJ <laughs> Smith Shaver, Bryce Elder. I mean, they I am patiently waiting for them to sign that big-name pitcher, Alex. I mean, (laughs) listen, is the clock ticking? Yes. Is it, like, about to run out? No. But it's just sort of like tit for tat. Like, you see the Dodgers go out and make this gigantic, monstrous, earth-shattering move. You see the Yankees go out and get Juan Soto. Maybe the Mets go out and get... The other pitcher from Japan, where are the Braves in all this? Like, if you – I'm not saying they have to sign somebody to a $300 million contract because we know that that's not happening, but they have to at least get one, preferably two, good starting pitchers, guys that can help flush out the bottom half of the top and the top half of the bottom of the rotation because I think one and two are good. Three and four is where the question marks are, and then it'll be some combination of Bryce Elder, A.J. Smith, Shaver, Jared Schuster, somebody like that. But you need, in my opinion, two more quality starting pitchers. I know they didn't want him because he cost a decent amount of money and he's coming off of surgery and his last couple of seasons weren't great. I like Marco Gonzalez. When he's on, he's really good. Right. He's another lefty, so you'd have a bam-bam combination with Max Freed. I kind of was hoping they'd take a flyer on him. I mean, he didn't have a ton of years left on his contract. Basically, you'd owe him like, decent money for like a year or two, and that would be it. So I was a little surprised they didn't at least try to see what he has. But, you know, another guy, Ian Anderson's coming back. But the problem with Ian Anderson is he was really bad. Like, it wasn't like he got hurt and it was like, oh, man, we're missing our number three. Like, right. he was awful before he got hurt. So, yeah. oh, yeah. Braves need, in my opinion, they need two starters. Two starters. I'm worried. Uh, <laughs> Alex, please quell my nerves. Yeah, we'll see. I, nothing – I said this earlier um, – in this article that I'm writing just about this, where nothing spurs you to get better than seeing your rivals do it. And hopefully that's what will happen in this case. Um, But we'll see, you know, well, well, the one shining light I will say for now is the Dodgers are in a similar position to the Braves. right Yes. Their starting rotation is kind of a mess. I wouldn't say the Braves' rotation is a mess. They just need more pieces. It needs pieces. to be better, yeah. The, yeah. the Dodgers' rotation is a mess because you're count because Clayton Kershaw is a free agent right now. Walker Bueller is coming back, but he's coming off of a massive arm reconstruction surgery. You have Julio Urias, who's pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's probably their best pitcher right now on record. Tony Gonsolin, he ended the season with an injury. <laughs> I mean, who who are, who do they have right now? So yeah. they need to make moves also. That's why I asked Michael Duarte about – uh, Yamamoto, if he would be a potential for them, and he said he, they might be. Now, if they do that, I mean, then 
that panic button, maybe uh, you start thinking about. You're, you're at least. I'm not saying you're pushing it. You got your listen. But you're looking at it. Listen, you're I'll, giving it a side eye. Maybe <laughs> hands kind of floating over it a little bit. Yeah. Not saying push it because we got time. Opening day's a long way away. Plenty of moves to be made. If they have that, you can at least put the cut. You can open the cover on the panic button. You know, usually they have the cover on it. You yeah, can, you can that, lift you, the cover the, up. The square cover, yeah. the glass cover, and your hand is just kind of sitting. Just over hovering. It. Yeah. But we'll see. I trust you at Double A. We trust you. We trust you. All right. Next question. So, in light of Otani signing this ten-year, seven hundred million dollar contract, oh. it got me thinking to just how astronomical these contracts have grown even over the past 20 30 years like you know like Michael Jordan wasn't signing the type of deals that even guys like I mean Timothy Mozgov was getting crazy contracts that were bigger than what Jordan was signing back in his playing days right so my question to you in our lifetimes will we ever see a player get a billion dollar contract in sports uh mm. the only reason I might say no is because I don't think any team in the world wants to be that team. Mm. Like, I don't think that's Mm -hmm. looked at as a sign of pride if you're the first team to give out a billion-dollar contract. Because you kind of screwed the rest of the league. Yeah, I think you might be looked at as a pariah. Um, By the way, I just got to say this. Of every artist in the world to come out, and uh, I believe he's doing the national anthem. Neo? I like Neo. Neo. I, I like Neo, so I'm I'm happy with it. I, I like him. Too. I mean, he's had some bangers over the years, but it's 2023. You're in Vegas, where you have some of the biggest artists yeah. in the world doing residencies. Like, yeah. Like Adele is in Vegas. Right Usher's now. residency just ended. You couldn't Usher have asked him to stay a weekend. He's doing the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're having Neo, whose last hit was probably. Ten it's been a well, it's been a minute. Ago. Was it ten <laughs> years ago? Was that his last hit? I just can't stop. <laughs> I think I think that was his last hit. What what I don't know any ones other than that. We'll I play could, some Neo songs. Yeah, I could I could here. be wrong, but anyway, um what was your question again? Or did will I finish we see it? A, will we see a player get Oh a yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna say no because of what I said before. Sorry, Neo okay. Neo really distracted. Neo threw you off. Yeah, it's the end of the in-season tournament you got Lakers you got Pacers it's in Vegas you're doing this whole big thing you have all the star power in the world the the global reach of Disney and the ESPN brand (laughs) you go Neo yeah questionable a lot of questionable things going on these days all right let's get through these last two quick all right so one of my shows that I'm watching right now is a show called Invincible on Amazon Prime I like it a lot so good It's it's very good however They've done something which is very frustrating to me. Um, something that I've seen come along in show business recently when it comes to TV shows is, is studios, for whatever reason, take a mid-season break. Yes. What is your feeling? Like, how do you feel about mid-season breaks? Because well, I hate them, and I'm, I think that they're stupid. I haven't started season two yet of Invincible. I'm going to binge it once it's all available. Smart. Because that's how I prefer to do it. Season one was one of the more interesting shows I've ever awesome. watched. It Loved was, it. Like, if you, it's such a creative take on superhero tropes mm-hmm. and the superhero yeah. world. Like, it's fast. Even if you don't like superhero movies, actually, you might like it more. Because it's not like, like any of the other ones. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's happening to me right now. The latest season of American Horror Story is in a mid season break. It has been for months. 
I re- this is this is the season of American Horror Story I've enjoyed the most in probably mm-hmm. like the last. Yeah, because Kim Kardashian's five. in it, right? Oh, she and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because she's good. I don't want her to be good at it. It makes me so angry that she's not bad. Like. I wanted her to be stiff, robotic, and awful. No, and, and she's, she's like fluid. pretty good. She's good. <laughs> oh, it's so aggravating. Uh, no, but I don't like it just because that's not what our palates have become accustomed to. It almost makes me want to watch the show less. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's not like a full season break where like, oh, I can't wait for them to pick it up. Yeah. You know, it's been six months. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's like three months and you're like, I'm on to a new show right exactly. now. Exactly. That's. I feel like you lose hype, but I thought it was just yeah. me. No. All righty, last question. It is that time of year, and I have to ask you, Chris, where do you stand on this conversation? Because I hear some people say that it's nasty, and then I am one of the people who love it. Okay. Do you? Where do you fall on the conversation that eggnog is good or bad? Okay, here we go. I'm going to make a, uh, speaking of Usher, these are my confessions. I've never had eggnog. What? No. Really? Alcoholic, non-alcoholic, I've just never had never. it. Never? Hmm. Interesting. That's very interesting. I love eggnog. I'm the type, literally, once the season comes around, like, first thing I do, let's start loading up on the eggnog. And I get, like, five or six cartons at a time. You know what I'll do? I'll put out a poll right now at C. Thomas Radio. Eggnog, yes or no? Pretty simple. Yes. All right. I will say this. I don't like, this is going to sound gross to people driving around right now. I can just tell the way it's going to come off when I say it. I don't like thick liquids. Yeah, I I, I get that. Um, I can get that. So I, even like Bailey's is a little much for me. A little me. much for okay. Like I want whiskey or yeah. like vodka. If I'm eggnog might be it. your thing, then might not be your yeah, thing if, I, if Bailey's I don't, too thick for you. I don't want to drink to ever make me feel full. It's kind of like a milkshake. Uh, yeah, no. If I, if I want a milkshake, I'm just, just going to DQ yeah. or Sonic, bro, and Fair. just going through that <laughs> drive-through. All right, Dom. Good job. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. Talk to our boy Caleb Johnson, who's taking over at 9 o'clock. This is The Other Side of the Glass with Chris Thomas, Sports Radio 929 The Game, and on the Odyssey app. Joy. To Chris with more of the other side of the glass with Sports Radio 929 The Game. We ask the important questions on this show, and I take pride in it, as a matter of fact. Eggnog, delicious or disgusting? Early returns? Decent amount of votes already so far. So clearly the people are passionate and fired up about this topic. Delicious. Leading. Hell yeah. To 40. Hell yeah. Now, is there... So, the eggnog... Let me just understand this. Yes. The eggnog in and of itself comes with alcohol in it or it comes non-alcohol? So, you can get variations of it. Typically, in my humble opinion, eggnog is supposed to be made with alcohol. However... It depends on the household. But you can get it with or without. It's delicious either way. But if I just go buy a, what does it come in, a carton? So if you're just getting a regular carton, it's going to be non-alcoholic. However, if you go to your local liquor store and you get a a bottle of Evan Williams, they will have an alcoholic eggnog for you. Evan Williams? Yes. All right. Let's let's push pause real quick. We got about... uh... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, listen, Evan Williams is not my preferred You got maker, about 10 minutes left in the program, and let me, <laughs> Dom, let me educate you real quick. Uh, I'm, I'm older than you. I'm not that much older than you, but I'm old enough to sprinkle a little knowledge. Please do. Evan Williams was the twelve ninety nine bottle that we used to buy in college right. that produced right. the world's worst hangover. I am scarred to so. this day about drinking Evan Williams, Dom. To this day, I haven't been in college since 2013. <laughs> I haven't had it since. Listen. Too many nights where yes. you broke boys in college right, trying right. to pregame because they're charging you at the door <laughs> to get into yes. the party, yes. and they're only giving the pretty girls the cups. Right. So you, get, you and your boys buy a couple of things of Evan Williams, and you basically wake up the next morning feeling like somebody's taking a ball-peen hammer to your mm-hmm. forehead. Correct. Now, again, this is why I stated I'm only getting Evan Williams for the eggnog, okay? I do this. Listen, there are certain brands because I'm the same way, right? I've been out of college for a few years now. I, I know those alcohols where it's like, uh, you're, you're young if you're drinking that, right? Like New Amsterdam. I don't touch New Amsterdam. I hate it. I think it's, I think it's terrible. However... They do have like a very solid. I think I think it's New Amsterdam that has like their pink Whitney variation. That's like a pink yeah, lemonade. Yeah, and their vodka. lemon one is solid. okay too. And it's pretty good, right? So yeah. I'm not going for Evan Williams every time. It's literally just for the eggnog because they do make. Well, the fact damn that you eggnog. just told me that Evan Williams is the eggnog of your choice—that's a declarative statement for me. My decision has been made. I think for for me, it's worked very well. Now I think that there are other. Other ones that you can go out for, but to me, Evan Williams is just consistent. It's consistently good when it comes to the eggnog, in my humble opinion. Uh, your alcohol uh, takes are now barred from this program. Hey, man, you're 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 jumping on me, but you haven't had it yet. That's the right. whole point. You just know what? Try the eggnog first. Next try time the we work together, bring me a bottle of Evan Williams eggnog. I will absolutely. No, do I don't it. need a whole bottle. <laughs> bring me a cup. We can, we, yeah, I got bring you. Me a, we can do a live on air sampling. Test. Awesome of Evan Williams. Wonderful. I eggnog. will. All right, let's bring in Caleb Williams to get Caleb Williams. Let's bring. In I Ca- wish I was yeah, Caleb let, Williams. Let's, let's bring in Caleb Williams cool. right now. <laughs> I like uh, you too. To, Caleb. He is. He decided, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to the NFL at all. I'm going to become a sports talk show host. I'm going to move gonna to Atlanta. going to come work for 92.9 the yeah, game. Yeah, you know what? This whole NFL thing where I'm going to make $300 million, not for me. All right, Caleb Johnson, what is your stance on eggnog, alcoholic, or otherwise? It's all disgusting. Ooh. Absolutely disgusting. Okay. Uh, do not touch the stuff. Do not want to touch the stuff. Nothing, want nothing to do with any form of eggnog. Uh, yeah, just, just – the thought, honestly, kind of repulses me, just just to be quite honest. It's just a milkshake. What is there not to like? It's uh, thick liquid is yeah. a problem. Yeah. Do you not mil- like milkshakes? But milkshakes aren't, like, liquid. I don't, I don't think of a milkshake as a liquid. Milk's in the name. It's its, its own <laughs> entity. Yeah, milk's an ingredient, <laughs> but it's not, it's not. 
What with the consistency of a milkshake? It's you, not. It's you, not like having a glass of milk or putting milk in your cereal. You, yes, but you can't say it's an ingredient. Milk is in the name. It's it's a key ingredient, and it's kind of the right, main thing. Right, but it doesn't make up the consistency. Because yeah, there's ice cream and other stuff wrong. that comes in. Yeah, it makes it a little creamier when you put ice cream, which is like the same thing that you do with eggnog. I'm, it has the same consistency. Right, we we will we will let the record true show for itself. Right. All right, Caleb. Couple of things. Ten years, seven hundred million dollars. What were your first thoughts? <laughs> the seven hundred million dollar part. Uh, yeah, I mean, just absolutely insane. You know what my initial thoughts were? At well, after I got over the seven. Hundred million dollars. Seven hundred million. Uh, because my I went the Austin Powers Doctor Evil route of one million billion trillion, you know, dollars. Of I was like, that's how his agent must have felt negotiating that deal with the Dodgers. The second thought that I had is, man, I really let myself think that the Braves had a shot at this. Ha! Like there was there was a true there was a moment, and I know it was it was it was far fetched, and I knew we got to this point, and I knew it wasn't realistic anymore. But I was like, there was truly a time when after the John Heyman report that I went, I don't know. I mean, maybe he would take a four-year deal that, you know, that that had the high AAV, you know, like like maybe it could have. And then I saw 10 years, $700 million. And I was like, yeah, no, Alex Anthopoulos and the Braves were never in that one. But it was honestly really fun to think about for a second. And, and uh I'm actually I'm gonna talk about a little bit about that in my show, just uh, how some Major League Baseball insiders decided to hate on the way that Shohei went about this whole thing, and I just thought it was really like Ken Rosenthal for one got it massively wrong about how we enjoyed this as fans, this whole thing. But yeah, Shohei Otani, man. Uh, and then the the second aspect obviously is the the whole. He's going to negotiate this thing where he's really not making the money. It's just the shock value, and he's like, he's going to get this money eventually. Well, he's but. making the money. It's just not all of it's not going against the uh, luxury threshold for the Dodgers or or counting against their salary. Yeah. Of well, what, however deferred. you want to yeah. yeah. He's deferring the money so that on the Dodgers' payroll and on their books, it's not going to look like – 70 million a year, but he's still going to get sure. every penny of that 70 million, 700 million dollar <laughs> deal. All right, couple of other things, real quick. <clears throat> More pressure on double A? <sighs> um, has to be, right? I think so. I mean, it ha- has to be when you have a guy who was not in your league when it was like, you never had to worry about Shohei Otani in the playoffs, the Angels in the playoffs. Playoffs, right? You never have to worry, but like it was, it was one of those. Shohei Otani was a spectacle in Major League Baseball. It was fun. You tuned in. You watched the Angels specifically for Shohei Otani because obviously with Mike Trout being injured this year too, you know, and kind of that whole back and forth thing. But like now, Shohei is going to a legitimate. World Series contending team. We know what the Dodgers have done year after year where they've spent big and it didn't work out. Right. But, I mean, to some point, you got this many insane bats in the lineup. You figure they're going to figure it out sooner or later. Uh, And if anything, there's just going to be the risk of you have to be prepared to to handle that. And so, yeah, I think there's uh, some added pressure 
maybe not as much so as if he went to the Mets, but still some some pretty extensive pressure given the history, especially too with the Braves and Dodgers. So I think, and we'll wrap it up uh, here in a second and preview what's coming on on your show. You're going to get to announce the Heisman winner. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so I think the thing with the coverage that you were talking about, I think. People in baseball just feel like there was a missed opportunity somewhat. Even with all the coverage that it did get, it could have gotten multiplied by five or ten if every single step of this process was a little bit more transparent because that's what baseball needs. Baseball needs clicks. It needs social media engagement. It needs youth being interested in this. And I think Shohei Otani is a story that, as long as you're a sports fan of any age, you could latch on to and – it wasn't able to be as marketable as it could have been. I think that was the gripe from some of the baseball people. Look, it's laughable to think for a second that anyone in Major League Baseball thinks they would have handled this situation better had Shohei been more transparent. How many years have they wasted of Ronald Acuna Jr. and his ability to be marketed in Major League Baseball, and yet it's like Major League Baseball doesn't think they know how to do it it just they don't know how to market stars even though their stars don't have their face covered up like football players do and they've never been good at doing it Mike Trout could walk into practically any store in America and most people would not know that's one of the greatest baseball players of our our current generation like that's that's laughable to me also I I kick back at this and this is something that I'll I'll, uh, talk about at the close of my show is just this idea of, you know, talking about not reaching young people. You know what the storyline that came out of Shohei Otani was the fact we were talking about what his dog's name was because there was a rumor that his dog's name is the name of one of the teams he was interested in. And so it was like, oh, they didn't want to put the dog's name out because that might tip uh, the hand of what team he's going to. Like, that was the fun conversation, talking about a sushi restaurant up in Toronto that uh, had been rented out for the place yesterday because they thought an announcement was going to come. I feel like that was more of the fun engagement than, you know, than John Heyman and, and Ken Rosenthal and, and whoever else, you know, reporting on the like John Morosi, who got it really <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So real quick, we got to run. What can people expect? You mentioned a couple things you're going to be talking about, but what are you digging your teeth into for the next two Look, hours? Look, you know, my my territory is I cover the Atlanta Hawks, and so I, I want to have an honest uh, conversation about this team. Uh, Expectations, what we thought what's happening right now specifically what happened in that last game against the Sixers like we just we need to be honest about how we discuss the Atlanta Hawks and then also obviously going to get into some Heisman conversation why do we isn't it, it feels like it's not as big of a deal anymore and I can't figure out why no it's a quarter it's who's the best quarterback in the country that's that's what it comes down but it ha- it hasn't been even as of late we still got Devontae Smith a couple years ago. Like, yeah but if you take nine out of the last ten that's sure. basically what it comes like Marvin Harrison Jr. is not winning Sure, but is it even now the best quarterback? I don't. Uh, I, don't I mean, I think Jaden Daniels is going to. He's going to yeah. be the runaway winner. I, I think that's who's going to win. But I, just, I don't. I don't know. It feels like the Heisman Trophy just doesn't have the pomp and circumstance that I grew up with. No, I think that's a fair point. All right, for those blazing hot takes and more, don't go anywhere. Caleb Johnson's coming up next, and uh, he's going to talk about the Hawks and. Uh, Oh, getting Nikola Jokic off of back-to-back losses in the house. Uh, That should be fun. He doesn't have any motivation at all. Oh, no. That'll be really, really good. Okay, thank you so much for listening to The Other Side of the Glass. I'll be with you guys all week on Dukes and Bell. Sports Radio, 90s around the game, Odyssey.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.